We're back. It's the Altieri Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about disability insurance. Let's go. Thanks for joining in. All right. So today, we're going to talk about disability insurance. What does it mean? How is it structured? How is it underwritten? Let's get right into it. So when you look at your risk management plan from a life uh, and health perspective, we looked at three different things. We look at life insurance to make sure that you have some sort of backing for for god forbid if you pass away too soon for those survivors you leave behind secondly we look at critical illness insurance uh, which is a form of uh, lifestyle and income protection so if you're diagnosed with a serious illness you can be paid out to uh, take time off work to focus on recovery and then three we talk about disability insurance and that's what we're going to talk about today disability insurance is a fancy way uh, uh, of discussing injury insurance okay and it's directly based on your income so uh, you know, let's say uh, Jane Smith, uh, she makes 60000 a year, she's an accountant, and uh, she wants to make sure her income is protected in case she gets injured. What she uh, is worried about is mostly focused on her uh, life outside of work. At work, you're covered through WCB and government programs. While you're away from work, you want to make sure that uh, anything you're doing within your lifestyle, uh, uh, you know, is being protected. So whether you're out skiing with the family, um, you are uh, driving, um, you just have a silly accident. And uh, unfortunately, it leads to you not being able to work for an extended period of time. We want to make sure that disability uh, coverage is enforced to protect your earning power and your monthly income. So how is it structured? Well, there's a few different things that we look at um, to decide how we're going to put this plan together. So Number one is obviously we look at your annual income. So uh, we look at we we look strictly at um, all the different sources of income you have, and uh, what would be taken away from you in the event that you did become disabled. So in this case with Jane Smith, we would apply for the sixty thousand per year, um, less any other sources that are going to come in and help you if you did become disabled. So whether that be um, you know a, a government program. Uh, maybe you have uh, group insurance in force with your company because there's some long-term disability inside group insurance, um, what have you. So we look at the income that is exposed to this risk. Second thing we look at is how long do you need to wait until you receive your first payment should you become disabled? This is called the probationary period of the waiting period. So once you become disabled and you have a some sort of note from your family doctor stating that you cannot work, then... Uh, we need to know how long you can wait before the insurance company pay you your first uh, payment. Generally speaking, Canadians have about three months worth of savings put aside. So 90 days happens to be the most popular waiting period. However, you can choose 30, 60, 90, even 120 days as your waiting period. The next thing we want to look at is the length of payments. So the amount of time you want to protect yourself in the event you cannot go back to work. Generally, Insurance companies structure it as two years, five years, or two age 65. That is the length of time the insurance company will pay you monthly after your waiting or probationary period. Uh, lastly, uh, with these policies, there's a lot of riders you can add on. So um, we talk about uh, the COLA rider, which is the cost of living uh, rider. So it covers you for protection from inflation. So a lot of these policies are enforced for, you know, quite some time before you, you, God forbid, have to claim on them. So if you have a policy enforced for 5, 10 years, 
you know, your $3,500, $4,500 per month that you're eligible to receive doesn't go as far 10 years from now as it did today. So that protects you from that inflation adjustment. Another one is ONOC. Uh, we call it in the business own occupation. It is the highest definition inside of a disability policy. And what it means is as long as you cannot do your specific occupation, what you do day to day, then you are declared disabled. So these are very popular with uh, with doctors and dentists and uh, let's say a surgeon, um, you know, is playing uh, beer league hockey and, and uh, he breaks his wrist. Well, that, that would be um, under own occupation, fully disabled because they cannot perform surgery with a broken wrist as opposed to any occupation, which means can the surgeon go in and uh, review reports? Can he have consultations? Uh, well, the, cor- the answer is yes. Um, but if, if he's paid for that own occupation rider, then, well, he's all set. So we kind of put all these things together um, and we make sure that the right plan is structured for you. There's other things in there that's very cool. It's a very complex product. Uh, There's partial disability, meaning if you're partially back to work, they still top up your income. There's reoccurring disability. So, you know, if you did get uh, that wrist broken for the surgeon and he went back to work and, and God forbid something with that same injury popped up again, uh, then you could claim on that. There's a lot of really cool things inside of an injury policy that uh, that you're going to want to know about because uh, it's really helpful in protecting your income. God forbid something happened. Uh, lastly, what we want to talk about is underwriting. So as opposed to traditional uh, style of life and group um, underwriting where they just focus on the medical side, this will medical underwrite you. So they'll, they'll look at uh, your current health, your historical health uh, through an APS report from your doctor and attending physician statement. They'll look at your MIB. Uh, which is a, a medical bureau um, uh, platform that doctors have access to, to uh, and insurance companies have access to, to review your health. They're also going to look at finances uh, because they want to make sure that what you're applying for, you're actually eligible for. So in the Jane Smith example, the accountant who's making 60000 a year, we don't want Jane to be applying for 100000 of coverage um, as she's not eligible. Um, and, and the claim would essentially be denied uh, because uh, she doesn't make 100000 a year. So what is it? It's injury coverage. It protects you and your lifestyle, your earning power in case you get in that car accident or, or you fall in the ski hill. It's as simple as that. How is it structured? Well, it protects your monthly income. So we try to figure out what your income is, the length of time you want to receive those payments, how long you're willing to wait to get the first payment. And then we add on some riders to make sure that you're protected. What's underwriting like? They're going to look at your health and they're going to look at your finances. And the best time to buy disability insurance was yesterday. So Give us a ring. We'll help you out. Altaria Insurance. That's the podcast.